Welcome, I'm Nestor Flores, the pastor of Dayspring Church in Mission Hills, California. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. I want to invite you to learn more about Dayspring Church by visiting our website, dayspringmh.org. We trust that if you open your heart, God will speak to you and you'll know how to live a life with God at the center that will result in a blessed life. This message will inspire, build your faith, and help you to know God better. Enjoy the message. Happy New Year's Day, Spring Church. Hey, uh, I hope you are excited about this new year. Not only am I grateful, but I am also excited about what's coming up this year. I hope you had a great Christmas Eve. And, uh, you know, whether you're watching this as it premieres or you're watching it hours or days later, I am so glad that you have connected. You know... Back since 2009, we have began every year by doing a 21-day fast. I remember that first year when we didn't know uh, really what we could eat and what we couldn't eat, but our desire was to seek God, you know, and uh, we have been doing that every year since 2009, and 2023 is not going to be the exception. We fasted in years where the seasons of life have been challenging. Heck, we even fasted through a pandemic, and we're going to do so again this year, and uh, that's what I want to encourage you to do. Because fasting has many benefits. Fasting does many great things. Fasting gets heaven's attention. Fasting breaks bondages. Fasting releases God's provision. Fasting changes us. And there's so many effects and so many uh, benefits that fasting has. But, but today, I want to challenge you and I want to talk to you about this one reason why you should fast, why you should join us. I don't know if you have planned to join us or not. Hopefully you have. But, but I want to give you one reason, and it's a simple one, but a powerful one. And it's this. Here's the reason. You ready? We should fast because what we do physically affects us spiritually. What we do physically our actions, decisions in our physical bodies have an effect in our spiritual life. And the opposite is also true, right? There's some things that, that happen in the spiritual that affect us in our physical. But, but the reason you need to fast is because fasting is a physical activity that affects your spiritual that affects the spiritual life around you, that affects your relationship with God. What do you say? Let's pray and then we'll jump into today's message. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning, Lord, that we're able to gather online as a church family. We are grateful, Lord, that you've given us a new year. We don't know what it awaits, but we know, Lord, that if you are with us, no matter what comes our way, we are going to be more than victorious. We want to begin the year, Lord, by dedicating it onto you, by saying, Lord, we want you more more than any meal, more than any food, more than any snack, Lord. So, Father, as we jump into your word, may it transform us. May it speak to our spirit, to our inner man, and may it change us. We pray this in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Whether this is your first time fasting or your second or fifth or you've done this with us back since 2009, the one reason why we should fast is because what we do physically affects us spiritually. 
Now, we're going to look at Daniel to learn about this biblical principle. But before we look at Daniel, I want to give you one other example. And this is going to be a short sermon, by the way. I want to give you one other example of that biblical truth of how the physical affects the spiritual. And that other example, before we look at a passage in Daniel, is, is the story or the example of Moses. The Bible tells us in Exodus 17, 11, that the Israelites were fighting the Amalekites. In fact, let me read it to you. It says, as long as Moses held up the staff in his hand, the Israelites had the advantage. But whenever he dropped his hands, the Amalekites gained the advantage. This passage tells us that as long as Moses had his hands up holding the staff, there was something spiritual, there was something divine that happened that gave the Israelites the advantage as they fought. But when Moses got tired or his hands came down, well, the Israelites began to lose. They began uh, to lose that advantage. Now, we don't know how God did it. We don't know how it was that, that this worked out. But here's what we do know. The physical actions of Moses had a spiritual effect on that situation. And the same is true about you and about me. Now, we don't know exactly, again, once again, how that happened, but, but you don't need to understand how something happens to take advantage of it, right? There's a lot of things in our everyday life that we don't understand how they happen. Maybe we don't know the basic signs behind it, but that doesn't stop us from doing those things. We get on airplanes, we turn on switches, we use appliances that if we had to explain how they work, we wouldn't be able to. But here's what we do know. They work and they give a benefit for us. And, and, and this is a powerful principle that we need to understand and should motivate us to fast. And that is that what we do physically affects us spiritually. Physical obedience, physical actions, physical sacrifice brings a spiritual response. There is a connection between the natural and the supernatural. There is a connection between what we do with our bodies and how God operates in the heavenlies, in the spiritual realm. You know, we often, and I would have to admit it to you as well, as I've mentioned, we've been fasting since 2009 at the beginning of every year. And uh, one of the things that I've often asked and one of the questions that I get asked a lot is, does the fasting work? Does it do any good? And how is it that fasting, that this simple act of denying ourselves certain foods can be the answer for the things that I need, for, for the, the prayer? How can fasting be the, the, the answer to the prayer that I am asking? And you know, once again, we don't know how God does it, but we know that he's chosen fasting to be the way through which he does certain things. And your physical actions, well, they have a massive effect in your life. They affect your relationships. They affect the people that you love. They affect uh, your future. They affect your destiny. But your physical actions also affect the spiritual. 
and uh, you know, going back to this question, does, does, does fasting work? Does, does it really make a difference? I, I, I've come to understand that a lot of times we ask that question because what we really want to ask or what we really should ask or what we really should address is this idea of, I just don't feel like fasting. Why should I fast if I don't feel like it? And why should I fast if I don't feel like, like it works? Well, you know, I believe that in our current day, in our current culture, we give our feelings too much value. In fact, we tend to go to one of two opposite sides of the spectrum. Let me tell you what those two opposite positions are when it comes to our feelings. The, 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 the first side is that we tend to elevate and rely on our feelings too much. We rely on them more than we should. I'm not saying that we shouldn't feel anything. I've said before that those of us that are in Christ are who are most alive and can really feel the true array of feelings because we have been made alive. But, but the mistake is that we can rely on them. We can depend on them more than we should. And we elevate our feelings above many things and we rely on our feelings more than we ought to. And on the other side of the spectrum, we, 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 we have this belief, we have this thinking that goes something like this. And it says, if I feel something, it's the same as doing something. If I feel something, it equals me doing that one thing. And that's actually not true. And you know, people make the mistake of, of thinking that if they feel humble... They don't have to kneel down before the Lord. That if they feel joy, that if they feel happiness, they don't need to dance. They don't need to raise their hands because after all, they feel it. So if, if, if they feel it, it's just as good as doing it. That if I feel like I have faith, I don't have to take the risk of faith. That if I feel that I am close to God, well then I don't need to seek God. Now, let me illustrate how feeling doesn't necessarily equate to doing. How healthy would my relationship with my kids be? How effective would my relationship with my kids be if I constantly told them that I felt love for them, but I never showed it to them? If I never showed it through my actions, through time, through gifts, through my attention, through, through physical acts of affection, how effective would that be? Well, the answer is not effective at all. So you see, fasting is something, is a physical activity with massive spiritual ramifications. Fasting is a physical activity with supernatural results. And here's what you need to know. The effectiveness, the power of fasting is not in what you feel about the fast or even during the fast. You may feel like, uh, you know, you may feel like when you're fasting, you may feel like this isn't working. So I'm going to give up. Or you may feel like, you know, I've done it in the past and nothing has changed. So why should I do it again? Or, or here's the one that I often hear, you know, all I get out of the fast is a headache, a stomachache and some awkward situations at work. Well, let me tell you once again, the power of the fast is not 
in how you feel about the fast or even how effective you are in the fast. The power of the fast, and I hope you write this down, the power in the fast is in your physical obedience and in your physical sacrifice. That's where the power is. It's not in how you feel, but it, the power is in doing it. You know, when you fast, you're telling God, God, I need you more than I need dessert. God, I believe that you are more essential to my life than certain foods. You know, the truth of the matter, can we just be honest? The truth of the matter is that you may not even feel spiritual as you're fasting, whatever that means. You may struggle and you may have hardships and you may have more temptations as you're fasting. But that doesn't mean that just because you don't feel more spiritual, the fasting is not working. Let me hear me. Please hear me out. It doesn't matter how you feel. What matters is what you do because it is our physical actions that affect us spiritually. And every time, let me tell you something, every time you fast, every single time, there are supernatural results. Now, let's go back to the story of Daniel. And we're going to read Daniel 10, and we're going to read a few verses. And um, let me tell you the setup. Let me give you the setup about what's happening in the passages that we're going to read. And um, if you're familiar, uh, the Israelites had been taken captive, and, and they had disobeyed the Lord, and they had forgotten the Lord, and the Lord had taken them out into captivity. And uh, many of them uh, landed in Persia. And after many years, God had made a way so that they could return back home. They were allowed to, to, to leave their captivity and return back to Israel. But not many did. Only a fraction did. And when Daniel found out about this, he was very very moved. He was very disturbed because he knew that, that the future, that the outcome of Israel depended on the Israelites going back home. And as he came across this reality, that's where we're going to read and look at what his response was. And look at what Daniel chapter 10 verses 2 and 3 says. It says, at that time, I, Daniel, mourned for three weeks. I ate no choice food, no meat or wine touch my lips. Now, let me stop right there. He says, I ate no choice food. Another word for choice is desirable. He, he didn't eat anything that was delicious, that was good. And this is where we get the 21-day fast. He fasted for three weeks. He mourned. He, he didn't eat any food, any delicious food for three weeks, 21 days. And he says, I use no lotion at all until the three weeks were over. Now, here's the interesting thing. If we stop there, Daniel doesn't mention that there was any physical change during those 21 days. He doesn't say that he had a vision or, or, or that the people turned their hearts to God. No, verses two and three tell us that he fasted and that was it. And sometimes there is no physical evidence as we're fasting. And we may feel that it hasn't worked. But once again, the power of fasting is not in how we feel about the fast. But it is in the fact that God has said that that is the way that he does certain things. But look at verse 4. Look at what verse 4 says. 
It says, on the 24th day of the first month, as I was standing on the bank of the great river, the Tigris. Now notice, he's going to tell us that something happened. But notice when he says that it happened. On the 24th day, three days after he had ended his fast. You know, I've mentioned to you that since 2009, we've been fasting and there are so many things that I believe have happened and have not happened because I fasted. You know, there's been marriages that have fallen apart and mine has not because I believe that God has honored the fasting that my wife and I do. We've had family issues. We've had um, uh, difficult seasons, but they have not destroyed us. Not because we're great, but because I believe that as we begin every year in fasting, there is a special protection. There is something that God does that meets and protects us and meets our needs. And that's what Daniel says. He says, it wasn't until later, after I fasted, that something happened. And what was it that happened? Well, look at what verse 10 and 11 says. It says, Just then, a hand touched me and lifted me, still trembling to my hands and knees. And the man said to me, and it was an angel, Daniel, you are very precious to God. So listen carefully to what, I'm, what I have to say to you. Stand up, for I have been sent to you. When he said this to me, I stood up, still trembling. Now, let me stop right there. And here's the biggest thing about this message that I want you to understand. I want you to notice verse 3. We already read it. We're going to put it up again in the screen. And look at what it says. Look at what Daniel says that he did in verse 3. He says, I ate no choice food. Now, look at what verse 11 says, That what we just read. Look at what it says. It says that the angel told Daniel, he said, Daniel, you are very precious to God. I want you to know that the word in verse 3, the word choice, and the word precious in verse 11, in the Hebrew, they're the same word. It's the same word that means desirable, delicious, precious, highly valued, highly esteemed. The same word that Daniel uses to say, these are the kind of foods that I didn't eat. It's the same word that the angel uses to say, Daniel, that's how God feels about you. I don't know if if, if you caught my drift already, but just in case you haven't, here's, here's the takeaway point. Here's what God is saying to Daniel. He is saying, you rejected, you denied yourself of desirable, precious, delicious, highly valued food. And in doing so, Daniel, you became choice. You became desirable. You became precious. You became highly valued to me. You know, here's here's what you need to know. Turning away from certain foods in fasting increases God's favor in our lives. Fasting gives you God's favor in your life. Now, now, don't confuse God's favor and God's love. They're connected, but they're not the same thing. God's love never changes. God loves you the same today as he did yesterday as he ever will. We don't gain God's love. We don't have to fight for God's love. God loves us 100%, fully, completely, and God's love for us never changes. 
Now, God's favor, on the other hand, is a gift from God himself. And it is God's goodness. It is God's intervention. It is God's uh, 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 positive things for us that he gives us when we respond to his promptings, to his invitations. You know, you could say that obedience increases God's favor. And when we fast, when we deny ourselves and when we say, you know what, God, I want you more than I want the donuts that I'm used to eating or the coffee that I'm addicted to having every day, it increases God's favor in our lives. And that's exactly what we see happen in Daniel's life. Daniel saw a need and he believed that fasting could change the outcome of the nation. Do you believe that fasting can change the outcome of your situation? Now, let's keep reading verse 12 and look at what he says. Then he said, don't be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day you began to pray for understanding, to since the first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your request has been heard in heaven. I have come to answer your prayer. The angel says, Daniel, since the very first day God heard your prayer, since the very first day that you chose to fast and pray, God heard it and he answered it and he sent the answer. You need to know that there isn't a time that you fast or you pray that God won't hear your prayer. He hears our prayer, especially when we humble ourselves through fast. So if he hears our prayer, you may say, then why should we fast? I mean, why not just fast one day if God hears it on the first day? Well, here's why. Here's why in verse 13, we have the answer. It says, but for 21 days, the spirit prince of the king of Persia blocked my way. Then Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me and left him there with the spirit prince of the king of Persia. Here's what the angel tells uh, Daniel. He says, Daniel, your prayer was answered on the first day. But there was opposition in the heavenly realms. The demon that is in charge in the providence in the city where you lived was fighting me so that I would not bring you the answer. And he says, and there was such a fight. That one of the archangels had to come and help. And, and in fact, he stayed fighting with them so that I could come bring you this message. Here's what you know. And here's why we need to fast even though our prayer can be heard on the first day. Because what we do physically affects us spiritually. There are things that are happening in the spiritual world. That as you're fasting, as you're praying, as you're seeking God. You are positioning yourself in a place where the spiritual can be victorious. Here's what you got to know. The enemy's got a plan against your marriage, against your family, against your health, against your kids, against your finances. There is a war out to destroy you. And not just in the physical sense, but more importantly, in the spiritual sense. Paul says that we, our war is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and demons and, and, and high authorities in the spiritual realm. And the reason we fast and we persevere in fasting is because there are things happening in the spiritual world that eventually will manifest in the physical world. See, some of you, you think, you think God hasn't given you the victory because maybe he's angry at you. Well, could it be that you haven't persevered and 
position yourself through fasting by humbling yourself in prayer so that the victory can eventually come your way? So church, we're going to fast for 21 days. And I, and I hope you join me. And I want to tell you that it's not going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it. We're going to fast and we're going to believe that God is going to do great things. I have not given up believing that God is going to make a way for my father to come back. I fast believing that God is going to make a way for my brother to return to Christ. And I believe in the power of fasting. And I believe that as I say no to the coffee that I'm used to drinking every morning, to the snacks that I enjoy throughout the day, that as I say no to those desirable foods, that I am becoming more desirable to God. And that as I do, God pours his favor. God pours his goodness upon my life. Do you want that? I want to invite you to join us. So starting next Sunday, January 8th, we're going to begin our fast together. And let me give you some details regarding our fast, okay? Number one, we're going to fast for 21 days. So that's three weeks, okay? And it's going to begin on Sunday, January 8th, right after our service. In fact, when we come together for that day, we're going we're gonna to end our service by participating in communion. And that's going to kick off our fast. We're going to begin our fast by participating on communion on Sunday, January 8th. And it's going to end on Sunday, January 29th at the end of our service. We're going to have a celebration and uh, we're going to see what we do special. But we want to do something to celebrate after three Sundays of fasting. Now, what type of fast are we going to do? Well, we're going to do what is known as Daniel's fast. And we have a booklet that we're going to make available um, on Sunday when you come in person uh, that's got all the information. But basically, uh, in this fast, you don't eat any sugars, you don't eat any meat, you don't eat any dairy, you don't eat anything that's processed. I've heard somebody say that it's kind of like a, a vegan type of uh, 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 meals. Um, so we, we have information, but we're going to do that. And that is the one fast that we're inviting the whole church to do. Uh, if you choose to do something different, if you choose to do an absolute fast, you can. But as a church, we're saying at the very least, could we all agree to do this? Now, now let me say this, and I want to say this very lovingly. Some of you in the past have said, well, you know, I'm not going to do the Daniel fast, but I'm going to give up social media, or I'm going to give up TV, or I'm going to give this up. And, and you know what? If in your heart you feel that that is a a sacrifice that honors God, go ahead and do it. But, but I will tell you this. The biblical fasting that we have, the fasting that the Bible tells us about, has to do with food. So if you're going to do social media, because in your heart you know that that's easier, I want to challenge you and say, do the Daniel fast. Now, I know some of you have some health conditions and there are certain things that you just can't get out of your diet. That's fine. But make sure that those things that you can't do without that are things you enjoy, that you do without them. So, and then the last thing that we want to tell you is that during the fast, we don't just abstain from food, but most importantly, we pray. We fast and we pray. If you don't pray, this is just the diet. 
And what we're gonna do is that we've printed out these booklets that Foursquare has made available because, by the way, we are fasting with our Foursquare family. They're starting on Monday and ending on Monday, uh, January 30th, but we're gonna start on a Sunday and end on a Sunday because we wanna do it together as a church, but we're gonna be fasting with our church family and they've made a 21-day devotional available that you could do individually, that you could do with your kids, that you could do with other people. So we're also gonna have that available, but if you don't fast if you if you don't take time to spend with the Lord then you're dieting church God is worth of our sacrifices I'm excited I'm excited I got some mountains that I'm climbing at the beginning of this year but I'm excited for the victory that God is going to give us so I hope that you join me in fasting and I hope that you are encouraged by knowing that the power of fasting is not in how you feel, but in your physical obedience that affects your spiritual life. We hope you enjoyed this message. But before you go, we want to extend an invitation to start a personal relationship with Jesus and declare Him your God. No one loves you like Jesus, and no one will impact your life for good like Jesus will. Would you make the following prayer your prayer? Heavenly Father, I repent of my wrongdoing. I open my heart and I want to have a personal relationship with you. I trust that Jesus died so I could be forgiven, but he didn't stay dead. He rose back to life so I could have eternal life. From today on, I will follow you, transform my life through your truth and love. In Jesus' name, amen. Congratulations. If you made that prayer, God lives in you and now you have a new life in him. Connect to a church so your faith and love for God can continue to grow. We believe that you can find a loving and encouraging community in Dayspring Church. Come visit us. You belong here. We would love to meet you.